and gentlemen, welcome to the Tapped Out Wrestling Podcast. I am, of course, Nick McDaniel, and as always, I am joined by my man, Myron. Can I get a Go Dogs? Go Dogs. <laughs> uh, yes, the national championship I've always wanted. Thank yeah, you. man, that's a, you know, if we had a, a non-wrestling segment, that would probably be it this week, but that is not the case this week because we were loaded with questions that we wanted to get to. Um, may not even have a regular segment. We'll see. More to find out, right? Um, no, no, no. Uh, you know, lots of stuff going on, lots of changes. We even discussed one specifically that you would notice only on patreon.com forward slash tapped out pod yes. before we started rolling. Again, that is patreon.com forward slash tapped out pod. Get the show early. Uh, some of these extras we're talking about, like I said, um, I've touched base with a few wrestlers this weekend, this past weekend. So I think that's going to be a go. Maybe this yes. week or next week. We shall see. Awesome. Yeah, lots of stuff going on, man. But we look. We got a loaded show, yes. tons of stuff to go through. And got some, got some, got some insider questions too. Yeah, yeah, lots of stuff going down. So, uh, man, let's without further ado. I know this is the fastest we've ever probably got to the topics, but let's jump straight into the questions, man. Uh, a gentleman named Gary from Atlanta. Gary from Atlanta. The WWE releases. Why do you think they're happening? Ugh. Well, this one is a long complicated question i know i teased this a little bit about what i thought because as my brain went to work and lots of things were coming up you're a businessman uh, um you know try to be <laughs> that's you know um i know that's not a popular take in wrestling a lot of time is to be a business person when you're thinking about it it's more about the art of wrestling which i completely understand and appreciate um but like look with the last wave of releases i know it you know William Regal was let go. Road Dog was let go. Yeah, again. seriously. Yeah, All Joe. the Armstrongs. Yeah, it was one blade to the Armstrongs. Now, here, <laughs> look, I get it. Uh, I always admire somebody like Regal's approach. Um, look, he was, you know, first of all, let's go with this. William Regal was there 21 years. Through all of his, his demons, too. Well, there were years where Regal had issues, and they, they kept him, and they took care of him. So, In, in a corporate environment, how many people last 21 years? shit i've made it uh 11 years with one company and almost 13 with another one and it gets ta- it gets taxing it's, it's very a, taxing and our generation of people move around more it's acceptable they just move yeah. and move and move and move and move yeah um so you know I, we're at a massive number at this point in real as far as real total number of releases 80 200 you know blah 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 hundreds and whatever and the last two years if you want to go with it you know since since that you know since the whole you know vid era staff office people yeah on air people every everything's been hit pretty much over the last 18 to 20 you know 24 months man so much has changed yes. right so many things that have completely been revamped companies are restructuring they're re you know just having that redoing the way they having to rethink the way they do things let's put it that way yep. um so at the grand scheme of things, I do believe there's an end game. I okay. think total for all three rosters when it's SmackDown, Raw, and NXT, man, I'm thinking somewhere between two and 250 people is all they need. Wow, that's pretty light. Do you think they can do it? I, I think they can, and I think there's a few ways they're going to do it. Um, like let's let's, and we're going to chop this into pieces because first and foremost, to answer your thing, like. How is like NXT, right? Because it's always been about the bringing in all these talents. And, you know, look, you'll have developmental mm-hmm. deals. They're not contracts, folks. I hate to be this way, but like some of the, what did they say? Like some of those developmental deals were like 45000 I don't know, man, but I checked out some 205 Live earlier and I didn't know who anybody was. <laughs> right. It's like, here, come in. Have a shot. Here, come in. Here's a cup of coffee. But look, here, because, you know, and that's because I think what you're seeing is NXT. T is clearly now built in Vince's vision, not Triple H. Triple H wanted another brand. He wanted another promotion. He wanted a alternative brand, right? His legacy, basically. I, I think that's correct. Um, I have something I want to say about that, but I literally had to ask our attorney, like, is this even legal to say? Um, which I may get there. We may not. I'll leave that one alone for now. Ooh, I think nice. what the, the, the NXT brand will become is, it, you know, the whole 2.0 it will just focus on the NIL amateur athletes, some second-gen people. Um, I think they, they just don't want, like, 
indie guys anymore. Like they don't want, and I, and I'll, you know, some of there's more layers to that. Um, I think they're going to use MLW. I think they're going to use M NWA impact ring of honor. Cause we'll discuss them in a little bit. AEW even, by the way, people don't want to hear that. They'll use them as a feeder system. Like they'll let Why you not? go. If you're not somebody like, you know, they'll look, if they see somebody over there, that's like, Oh, that guy's really good. We could do something with him. Maybe go get him. Yeah. Like NBC and Fox talking about, uh, MJF, like seeing uh, people recruited out of other promotions, which we're going to start seeing, face it or not, we're going to start seeing AEW people go to events. You're going to start seeing MLW people. You're going to start seeing folks not move up to get into developmental. We're going to be bringing, they're going to be bringing people in like they did AJ. Look at AJ. AJ spent all his time working all over the world. He was perfectly polished. They brought him in. He was ready to go. And, That's what they're going to be looking for. But I think that may be the exception. Um, so the reason why I, I say that is I think the bait, because you remember, wasn't there a point where there were like 400 people under contract or something? It was some crazy number. Oh, yeah, it was number. insane number. Um, and they're going to shave it down. So, you know, we've got to, con- you know, why are they, and, and that's the question, right? Everybody wants to say like, oh, it's all about money. It's all about money. I, I think there's some truth to that. Um, but not completely. And I think this is the, where I'm, look, I, it's something I've heard, but I'm going to speculate on something that I heard. Um, so I'm not saying this is happening. I believe, I believe this is why this is happening. Um, like first and foremost, everybody's initial thing is, oh, it's all being done so they can be sold. Okay. Yes. But that's not the whole pie, right? That's a piece of the pie. Um, they want to be more profitable so they can you know, look more appealing in a sale. Yeah, um, yeah. I am more so convinced today that the sale is going to happen to NBC. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's, you know, Disney. I don't think I think and I think it's NBC. They're so in bed with, uh, you know, Comcast, NBC, Universal, um, that parent company. They're just so and look, people think I'm crazy unless Fox backs a huge, when I say huge, even bigger than the last dump truck of money they backed up to them. Mm. I think SmackDown's going back to a, you know, NBC, Comcast, Universal, like, company, whether it be USA, whether it's Peacock, whether, listen, You'll it, see could it be different. NBC? It could be. If they think that they can, if they're happy with the numbers they see over on Fox, why would NBC not say, like, we'll take it, and we'll, especially if they buy it and they own it. Um, so what I'm saying is they're, they're, they're not a hundred percent. I think the steps are so far in the sale process that I think there are certain moves being made at the behest of NBC. So you're saying NBC is coaching them, getting it ready for them to take over and they're going to have things in place like employees. I think that that's the first step. You're correct. I think that the they're, they because here's the thing where when I say it's not about getting the payroll down for the sake of getting it down to be more profitable, I think it was getting down. I think yes, I think they're going. I think NBC will probably be more comfortable with them being employees, and that's where they're eventually going. Now I know that's blasphemy. I get it. I think it's either going to be employee route or it's going to be SAG route. Like NBC is completely comfortable with dealing with SAG, with the Screen Actors Guild. I mean, and here's the, it's just something they're so, I think what NBC would want in this purchase, they don't want the independent contract. I think they would want essentially to be able to control the situation completely. Okay. So this would be like you, for better, lack of a better way to put it, you would buy the NFL, but you'd own all the players. Uh, no, let's, you're buying a contract. You're see, buying a because contract you're, you're making the mistake. You're, you're making the mistake. I think everybody mm-hmm. makes. Okay. You're thinking it from a sports perspective. I look at it more of you're buying and I, you know, law and order. You're uh, buying uh, law uh, and uh, order SVU uh, and you own all the contracts for all of the actors. They have five year deals or whatever. You own those contracts, you know, Etc. So I think it's one of two Let's things. Go to court. Me personally, I like the Screen Actors Guild tape versus employee. I, yeah, because I think they'd probably be better taken care of, to be honest. Uh, well, so let's go two routes. Let's go down the path of employee. 
look, we're independent contractor versus employee benefits, et cetera, all the things the employer has to, that they have to pay if you have an employee versus a contractor. There's the increased cost causing the reduction needed. You got to get down to a lower number because you can't pay them all to be employees. But mm-hmm. if you get them down to 200, we can absorb some of that. They're going to go up. Screen yeah. Actors Guild route, things like that. I I agree. Yes. I think the same thing because if they become members of Screen Actors Guild, they're going to be union and they're going to have rules about pay. Like, you know, you have to have so many breaks and so much vacation, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. So all of those costs will be increased as well. Same thing. I particularly think from, you know, those cuts are going to be that, first of all, I think it's great that they would get vacation, insurance, pensions, 401k, opportunities for other network shows or film movies, all under this parent company. The, the Screen Actors Guild would help with them. That would help get them gigs outside of wrestling if they were, you know. So that's just kind of, to me. Well, you keep saying gigs outside of wrestling. What makes you think that would be an issue? Well, here's the thing. So the original problem, this is part of the, in my opinion, again, me just trying to stretch. And, I, dude, look, I could be totally wrong. I could be totally full of shit. It wouldn't be the first time. But I just think there's some merit here. I think Bray Wyatt was poss- possibly the first eye-opener. Most of your contracts, think about this. When you're under WWE contract, you can't take gigs outside of WWE without permission. Like, they can turn down things for you, which is part of why, by the way, I think they have to get rid of the independent contractor thing and make it either employee or screen actors guild, whatever mm-hmm. type uh, of thing. Yeah, okay. So me personally, like he had to be let go out of his contract or given permission to do one of the two. Now I'm not saying, listen, there's lots of things about his contract and I, and I don't even want to get into the, you know, they employed him all the way through his issues. And then when he was healed and he could work again, they let him go. Everybody thought that was a bad move. I like, look, they held him while he couldn't work and wasn't clear. Or he didn't want to work too. You know, he was having his mental issues, which is great that they even kept him on. Once he was available, he could go work anywhere else he wanted to. Then they let him go. Did they let him go so he could work on the movie and figure out what he wanted to do when he grew, you know, when he was done? Yes. Um, look, I know rumors are he's re-signed. We've all heard that, and it's been for more money. Um, because one of the other things we're hearing on a lot of the contracts now are what? No more, the, like the downside guarantees are up, yeah. but all the incentives are gone. Like, cause there is no more pay-per-view bonus. You got to remember that there's no more pay-per-view yeah, bonus. Yeah. They don't do those. Uh, there's, you know, I've even heard tale of some of the merchandising deals being pulled. Like they make the merch, you get a higher downside guarantee. Boom. But you know, there's lots of pieces of the puzzle. There's still guys who have chunks of their merch. But that's guys at the top. That's going to be your Romans and, you know, the guys who are really moving merch. Cena. Exactly. Brock, et cetera, et cetera. If you're, if you're you know, mid-card down, you just get a downside guarantee, you're done. Um, so a lot of that seems to be like, hey, let's just make you more of an employee. You get a straight pay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're going to work this amount, you know, that, you know, this, this, and this, and this. Um, See, I'm used to that. I can deal with that. I'm used to. Show up X, do this for this long, go home. And that's that makes sense to me. The performing stuff I've never understood just because that's never I've never performed. Well, yeah. I, I, look, I think that, you know, it just kind of depends on – and NBC, again, is going to be comfortable probably with both ways. Well, yeah. Um, yeah I, I mean, could see this... them – I could be honestly see them more comfortable with going, you know, the SAG route. I mean, hell, even porn has contract people. I don't know if anybody in independent contracts is a whole industry anymore. Yeah, I, I, that's a tough, you know, it's really, who knows? I mean, but so my take is simply as this. I think they're going to try to make them employees, and I think you're going to see lots of, uh, and I'm going to address another <laughs> one of my state, you know, well, there's this. When they want a big-time name, if they reduce that payroll, how many look we just heard about Kevin Owen signing a ridiculous you know amount of money for his you know for his new deal yeah yeah well there's less people they shaved two and i hate to be this guy but they shaved, you know they they deemed potentially i i'm assuming is it a hard realization to take that when they looked at the grand scheme of things they looked at Kyle O'Reilly Bobby Fish and Adam Cole and went 
we think, the WWE, not me, WWE said, we think Kevin Owens is worth getting rid of those three and just taking their money and giving it to Owens because we see it. You're How many see- beef abs would it cost you to, you know, to get you to stay? Seriously. I mean, okay, so hit row. They were like, hit row gone. We think, you know, keeping Kevin Owens is worth eliminating hit row and taking that money and putting it to care. But here's also the other thing. Do they think it's worth just killing hit row for the entire year to say, Goldberg, we need you at a crown jewel or Goldberg, we need you at SummerSlam. We're going to pay you a million dollars for that one match. Do they think Goldberg's one appearance at SummerSlam is worth more than Hit Row the rest of, you know, Hit Row the rest of Well, now you're talking numbers that would be easier to understand for NBC instead of this, you know, because wrestling is a very cryptic business that people aren't really allowed inside of. And you're going to, I mean, you can't, you couldn't take over a wrestling business without getting smartened up, even in today's thing. You still would need to be smartened up about who this and this deal and that kind of stuff. Okay. So yeah, the, it, making it more of like a regular business makes sense if you're right. especially going to sell it. And I think what you're going to see more of, and I think we're going to see this in multiple, you're going to hear this three other times in the show with the questions I looked through. I'm like, this is going to be a, a running theme, I think, with WWE. Mm-hmm. So Mickey James, it was announced that she's going to be in the Rumble. They're like, oh my God, yes. why, you know, why would you? Okay, look, there's many layers of that. There, trust me. There's many, many things, and maybe we'll we'll try to get to the some of those. But what you know, what what would it take for pay? Like we've heard of other names and et cetera, et cetera, that they're talking about bringing in, right? Yeah, I think this becomes the new norm. Like if WWE is willing to work with other promotions, like if my argument was something simple, this: if WWE made a phone call to Japan and said, "Hey," We want to bring in, pick a wrestler. I don't give a shit. Or here's one. Here's a better one. Hey, we want it. We're going to do a thing with AJ. He's getting jumped by this group or whatever. They call Impact and say, hey, can we use Anderson and Gallows for like a big pay-per-view? We need them for two weeks on Raw, and we need them on the the big pay-per-view because we want them to show up to be, and actually, you know what? We'll save it. We're going to use them on one Raw. And then the pay-per-view, because they're going to show up as his backup for who he needs. Like AEW did with Impact. Something to that effect. Kenny Omega. Yeah. So, you know, but I mean, as far as like, they're going to show up and their buddy going to help their buddy. Um, And guess what? All the money you've saved, you just sling a ton of money to make it happen. And especially in a world where you would, the, the future, you'd have to give somebody a contract with health insurance or something. Or you could walk in a one-off contract with well, their promotion. You're contracted through Impact. You're there. You work for them. We're just willing to literally throw because Impact doesn't have exclusive contracts. Remember, technically no. they do. A totally different story. But I'm not going down that as a rabbit hole. If 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 Impact allowed them to do it and said, "Hey, we'll give you two hundred fifty thousand dollars. We need you for two nights." If AEW got a phone call from WWE and said, "Hey," We want to use Chris Jericho for one night at the Rumble. Jericho will offer you $1 million to work the one night at the Rumble. 500000 Give you a weird number, but it's a big number, and it's got to be a big number. Why? How pissed would the wrestler be if the other promotion said no? Exactly. And that brings us into our next question. Our friend Joseph from Chandler, Arizona, asks... With Mickey James entering the Rumble and rumors of men's surprises from outside the WWE, who do you think would be fun entrances that are at least possible? Well, I'll let okay. you. You know, we we can kind of go over several of them here, but uh, I, you we'll know, go through this list of five. We found we found a nice little article had five lists. We're going to go with that. Okay, one Will Osprey. No, it. But again. Okay, A, you don't have to pay him as much. But two, it would be the one thing I think they're trying to accomplish with some of these. You're getting a buzz from the Internet who used to say you would never do X, Y, Z. You are now doing X, Y, Z. I I think that would be the only reason I would bring Osprey in. If Will Osprey came in that ring 
and nobody was left standing in that ring but Finn Balor, the internet wrestling community would lose their shit. Yeah. That's just my opinion. But, uh, 100%, you know, stuff 100% like that. that. Or, if, you know, in, enter, yeah. insert AJ. AJ's in there and Will Ospreay comes in. They, bah, they people would lose their shit. That's just my opinion. Okay. But who would lose their shit? Only people that know who he is would lose their shit. But that's my point. I think if you did that, that's who you're going after. But that's also why it's a, the pay is smaller than one of our later options on the list. Matt Cardona is a definite negative. I know you don't think there. so, but I completely disagree. He's why? on this list. He's one of the most likely because he's completely independent. He can do whatever the hell he wants. And if WWE wanted to just say, I mean, think about it, Matt, come in. We'll pay you a hundred grand to do the one show. Eh, I don't think you'd be interested. I think that would break the entire character he's built right now. Just my take on it. Everybody I has think a he's price. Doing fine. Just have to find that number. That would be the way it would do it, but I don't think it's worthwhile. No. Uh, how about Nick Aldis? Same exact, same exact concept. I think, you know, all this would be a very niche inside of a niche market, but I think... Well, you already got his wife. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think that's why it fit. When we saw it, we're like, oh, yeah, well, maybe part of her deal was not only to use me, maybe you also use my husband. Yeah. yeah. Not a bad call. Adam Scher, also known as Braun. Uh. Okay, but that's... Uh, I don't think it's him. Uh, have I told you that I just have every intention to believe he's showing up February 2nd? On dynamite, I did. That's no. anyway. I just have every, that Ring of Honor that people that showed up that little click. I think it's EC3, Braun Strowman, somebody else. I've heard rumor of. I'm not going to say it yet because um, I don't know if I can. Um, but I think there's a group coming. I think they're in it, so I think he's coming. But you know, whether he's under contract or I, I don't know. But that would be okay. one hell of a you know if Braun Strowman returned for one night. Just, and then popped just, over and did the, the pop. popped over and did the other promotion the next night or two nights later. When's the Royal Rumble? Uh, the twenty ninth. Okay, so it'd be few. It won't even be a week later. Yeah, I think he would show up in AEW on Dynamite. Oh, wow, that would be just crazy. But yeah, I think so. And here's the one I believe. I, I there's no reason not to bring Chris Jericho back. Bring Chris Jericho back. Here's the one funny night thing. for the Rumble. What if you brought in not only Chris Jericho, you brought in pain maker Chris Jericho, not Y2J. Oh. Like he wants to completely do, or do you think he just does a straight, like not, he he doesn't want to be Y2J for any stretch of the imagination. So you got to, you know, like think about that. (laughs) Judas playing at a rumble. Yeah, play Judas, but don't bring in pain maker. That's saying, man. But, you know, but yeah, I, I think. I think Judas coming through it would be worth because it's the beginning of the like never say never universe that that they I think they want to create. If it's not Jericho, honestly, I would think it would be Moose. Okay, because if you can't get Jericho and you're going to work with Impact, you bring in Moose, who has an upside. Well, we didn't use Moose because everything's leading us to be told that he's going to be there. That's every word I've heard is that Moose is coming. I mean, that was part of probably the trade to get Impact was to get and Mickey get James. these shows off Saturday nights. Put them back on Sundays. Don't mess with my indie wrestling on Saturday nights. I mean, seriously. Two weeks for it would be two weeks from this weekend for the Rumble. It's going to be run on a Saturday night. Southern Fry is probably going to run that night. Don't I don't. I don't like that. I don't here's, like here's the thing though. You can watch it on Sunday when you get home. You can watch it Sunday day. Yeah, I can watch it on Sunday. Yes. And guess what? But uh, you ain't got to go. I mean, that way it doesn't make you stay up late till when you have to go to work on Monday. Or just stay up late and watch it when you get it home on Saturday. I mean, that's the whole I don't t- like all this thinking. I just don't want them on Saturdays anymore. Um, look, we had a whole debate last night about why the college football championship should not be on Monday. It should be played That's on ridiculous, Saturday. That's ridiculous, dude. We were up so late last night. Yeah. I just got, I, I mean, seriously, I went from cheering and running and laid down and couldn't go to sleep. So I was Rachel, so my up. wife saw the first half. She fell asleep during, during the, you know, the uh, second quarter. The end. Well, of I didn't have to work today. I didn't have to work today. Yeah, but she's just that way. I mean, she wanted to see it. So literally I woke her up when there was a minute left in the game. It's like, Hey, yeah. they just won. And she's like, what? What's well, over? I'm like, no, there is literally, you can watch the game end. <laughs> I was like, you know, but yeah, anyway, but yeah, I, I, 
I, I think Rumble, I think it's Moose most likely. I would love to see Jericho. Now, and again, it goes back to our first original topic. You've got more money freed up to throw at something like this to make it happen. And we've we've always said, I think at this point, WWE is not a wrestling company, so they don't need wrestlers. No offense to Adam Cole, Bobby Fish. They don't need any of those people. Um, and, you know, to go to the Regal topic, um, look, I, I love Stephen Regal. And I, we have, I have since WCW, but the argument's simple. If they're not scouting the indies for talent anymore, they don't need him. Mm. So you let him go. You get out of the, And lots of people don't understand. I think a lot of these contracts, they're letting people out of those contracts, releasing them, whatever you want to call it. If they can find a new home for them, they, you know, with a new position or whatever, they can restructure it. They can bring them back. There's different takes to that, but, you know, but sometimes you got to run it like a business. And in Myron, if you have a business, you know what you should have? You should have a website. If you don't believe me, ask our friends over at Pair.com. If you have a business, you need a website. What's the best way to get a website up and running? Choose a website hosting company that makes it simple, like Pair Networks. Pair has over 20 years of experience managing the entire digital ecosystem for thousands of online businesses all around the world. Pair makes it easy for you with do-it-yourself website building tools and features, including simple drag-and-drop page design. And they've guaranteed U.S.-based support technicians ready to help you whenever you need it, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Right now, when you sign up with Pair Networks, you'll receive one free month of web hosting. See for yourself how easy it is to build your website for free. Visit pair.com slash free to get your first month of web hosting for free by using the code QUICKSTART. That's pair.com slash free promo code QUICKSTART to get started today. Well, man, we appreciate our uh, sponsors over at pair.com again. Uh, you know, look, like I said, does anybody take a business seriously if they don't have a real website anymore? No, I, I don't think anybody should take that's... anybody seriously who doesn't have a real website at this point because it's nothing. It doesn't cost anything. No, I mean you've always had a website you, from the start of this. You opened up a website anyway. But uh, hey, keep it rolling, brother, because we got a good friend. Our friend, our dear friend, fake Tony Schiavone. His name is Rafe. He's from Hendersonville, North Carolina. If you had your hand in Walter's next move. I don't want to have my hand in Walter at all. Um, what would you choose and why? Realistically, what do you see as his next move? Okay, now this is a good question because Walter is a very popular here at the podcast. Very much so. I think we like him just because he's like we, we joke around all about it. Like he's just an old school wrestler. Like he reminds yes. us of like a Dick Slater, Dirt, you know, D- yes. Dick, Dick Murdoch. Um, you know, those just a it was just the old uh, like the Bruiser. You know, Dick the yes. Bruiser. I'm just a I'm not muscles. I'm not jacked to the gills or whatever. I will just pound the crap out of you, you know, kind of wrestler. Yeah. Um, look, everybody, look, everything we've heard, he's moving to NXT from NXT to uh, NXT UK. Um, like, I know he's with Imperium, so that made sense because they were over there. And, and then they yeah. had the match with Riddle and MSK. It was a whole, you know, recently. Um, I, I mean, essentially, do you think he's – the only reason I think he's going through NXT – is to learn, and I'm throwing those air quotes up, the WWE style a little more before. Obviously, <laughs> he's got to go main roster, right? I would hope so, just because I love I love Walter. The thing I always heard was he wanted to stay in uh, Europe because he stayed his home. He had a wrestle, he worked at a wrestling school there, but apparently he found a girlfriend on the big fancy American circuit. So he's going to come over here, work for NXT, and. We're going to have to see how palatable he is to the American audience. People that are wrestling fans, but uh, they'll, they'll love this guy. But people that are sports entertainment fans, it might be a little different. Well, and that's, I think, you know, first of all, finds a woman. It's undefeated. We'll leave it at yes. that. Um, two, uh, you know, again, that's what I meant by come and learn the WWE style. Can he adapt? Get a little more entertainment. Can they kind of work something out, you know, figure those things out? Um here, the thing as far as what I would change is nothing. Like, I think he is who he is, and either it works or it doesn't, but I think he's been there long enough, and this is not going to be a popular opinion. They got to put him on the main roster. They got to find out if he's going to work or not, because if he doesn't, it's time to 
Back to Europe. Back to Europe or done. One of the two. Um, again, not a popular opinion. I don't particularly love it, but that's. I think they, you know, they, he's been there long enough, and they I, they got to find out if their investments paid off. Well, this is actually looking like a professional sports team. With the way we you've been talking about this the whole episode, you talk about Walter and all this. You're looking like guys that have to make the roster. You know, so yeah. the forty man roster basically, and it's time to to cut for the playoffs and such. It, it's it's simple. Either <clears throat> you're going to perform and you're going to stay, or Look, you'll get to go other places and work. It's like cast members. You don't need all those extras, right? Sometimes that is true. That is true. Okay. okay I can work with that. Thanks for the question, Rafe, by the way. Oh, it was good to see you. Can't wait to see you again at WrestleCade. Hope we get to see you before WrestleCade. He told me a big um, – you know what? I haven't told you this. He, t- he uh, When he sent me the question, he also told me something else about WrestleCade that you're not going to believe, but I'll tell you off air. Go ahead. Last, last year's WrestleCade or next year's? Just coming up, WrestleCade. Okay, because I didn't know if there was anything else I hadn't remembered I did. No, no. Well, actually, I have a very good memory when I'm drinking, not yeah. when I'm sober, unfortunately. Um, Kyle from Stockton, California. Kyle wants to know, how do you think AEW is handling and should handle the CM Punk MJF feud? Well, um, I think overall they're handling it pretty well. I really like the whole, you know... Um, I really love the the gimmick they went with with you know Punk's now going to basically cost him every match. He's like you're not going to win another match because he was undefeated. So, but then Punk interfered in the match. Couple. This is by the way we're recording Tuesday. You guys know how this works. The time travel. So we haven't done Wednesday. But essentially, you know he he hit the GTS go to sleep on uh, Sean mm-hmm. Dean to get MJF disqualified. You know and said you're not going to win another match until you wrestle me. Basically, he's going to interfere in every match of MJF's until he gets in the ring with Punk because he doesn't want to wrestle Punk. Okay. So, okay, basically, I'm afraid of Punk. I'm not getting in the ring with you. Okay, well, then you're not going to earn a title shot when you keep having a losing record because you keep getting disqualified. Fair enough. And Fair uh, enough. so I thought that part was well done. The only thing I didn't is uh, so they had this face-to-face, inter- you know, this face-to-face promo. I felt like Punk got punked by MJF. Oh, uh, I felt like he, he kind of put it to him. I think he floor, he flabbergasted him a little bit. It threw him off his game. Um, okay, first let's go to two things. I, I want to sidebar onto a couple things here. One, I wish they would qu- quit the WWE comments constantly. Um, I think I think there's enough meat on the bone with those two that they don't need them. I get it when you feel like you need it, but I don't think they do. Um, so that I wish they would cut down. Uh, two... I think MJF has to, in the end, win this feud to take the star power of CM Punk to elevate even the future star even further. Um, Even though, tangent off of a sidebar, I think people don't like me to say this. I think punks, I've never been a punk guy. I'm not saying I don't like punk. There's an old saying that a friend of ours, Jack, and I came up with just because I think you're overrated doesn't mean I don't think you're good. I've always thought that CM Punk's promos, promos especially, I thought the promos were overrated because I feel like CM Punk has been writing on a promo that he did years ago that mm. wasn't as great as everybody likes to say it was. The whole pipe bomb. Damn, Nick. Uh, I, well, look, it's just my opinion. He was just one of the first guys to break the fourth wall, and everybody thought that was cool. So it was like, and then I also want to look at him and go, you do realize it was like, they were like, oh, it was unscripted. No, it wasn't. Like, if if he was doing anything they didn't want, they'd have cut his mic off and he'd have been done for real. Like, they would have literally cut, cut his mic off, cut him to a different scene, you know, somewhere else in the building. Kevin and, Dunn never would have put up with that. Uh, correct. So that that was not unscripted. If it was like, hey, you know, I'm, you know, like Paul Heyman has come out and said, like, even the shoot ones, you know, when he was when he shot on Vince, what are you gonna say? Everything's fair game. Don't care. Just make me money. I kind of have a feeling it was the same way, but the take was anyway. I think he's been living off of that promo, <laughs> and then and you know when he came back, I even made the comment: if he had not been gone for seven years, the 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 you know the the mystique wouldn't be there had he never left. That's just my opinion, but I'm completely fair and honest in saying he has a mystique. He has a star power. You know, as far as the general fan base goes, every you know he's here. So I think MJF has to win and shoot to that next level, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. Just, just 
just one man's opinion. One man's opinion. Exactly. Well, how about the give us the opinion? Our friend Mitchell from Glen Rock, New Jersey, wants to know: with Ring of Honor announcing their return, how do you think they will do? Well, well, well I believe it when I see it. It's well, rest- Myron, let's be fair. This one's not a long answer. If if everything you know, they're going to run on focused on three titles: the men's, women's, and tag. All the other belts are going dormant. They're going to come back essentially in a non-contracted format, super indie. They're going to yeah. let, they're going to let their belts be defended on all the other show. Like we're going to address one in a minute. Yeah. If they're going to let their belts be defended everywhere else, it's like a super indie, whatever. They'll be fine. Like they, I think with Sinclair money and recording, because I think part of the deal is, hey, we'll let you defend our title on your show or your paper, whatever. But we also get the rights to air that on our you know, weekly television. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I think there's literally, there's enough money there that I think it's fine. That's just my opinion, right? I think, I think it's good. I think it's, I think you're a hundred percent right. We're going to see something new that actually was old. It's probably happened a million times before, but you're going to see these multiple championships out there in multiple promotions doing stuff. And that goes back to, our next question, Tobias. Tobias, do you, do you ever watch Black uh, Black Lock? We got to talk about that later. Yeah. From Milwaukee, wants to know. I loved Impact Wrestling Hard to Kill. What did you think, Myron? Since I know you watched it, Myron loved it. I'm going to tell you flat out, Myron loved this. Okay, they had the women's Ultimate X match, the first one, bang in match, great stuff. It was a banger, as they say. I enjoyed that. Okay. Jonathan Gresham and Chris Saban for the Ring of Honor title. Okay. It was one of their pure wrestling style matches. It was something we're apparently we're going to see Jonathan Gresham doing with his new promotion terminus here in Atlanta on Sunday. Super excited about that. If I'm not able to make it down there, I'm going to buy it on Fight TV. Go through our website and get your fight credit. Um, give it a shot. This Impact pay-per-view had hardcore wrestling which I like more than Deathmatch. And it had technical wrestling in this match here. Probably one of my favorite matches this year so far. As far as I'm concerned, it's a 2022 match of the year for me. Um, your 10-man hardcore war, busting, ah, great. The the three-man with Moose and Cardona and Morrissey was great. Uh, but Mickey James defending, and everybody's saying, She's going to lose it because they're not going to say she's not going to come to the Royal Rumble as Impact Champion. She's going to lose the Women's Championship. She did a Texas death match. To me, the only form of death match I watch. Um, I was so impressed with her performance in that. Deanna Prazo is probably the future of women's wrestling, but uh, it was great. Folks, you'd love this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, you watch every week. I want to ask you. I want to piggyback on Tobias' question here. Um, Booker T on his podcast made a comment that Impact could potentially be making a move to be number two, or they already are because they're looks like they're going to be focused uh, a little bit on. They're going to be featured, I should say, uh, in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Do you it could help. It could help. I mean, they could they really now look? I know it. They're on a bad yep. channel. And let me ask you this: What if, what if they got it? If this partnership led to them being on the network or the Peacock or whatever? Well, then they're they're NXT basically. One point Um, I don't know. I enjoyed the program. It's more like a wrestling program that I would have watched as a kid. It almost looks like a studio program with a little bit more pizzazz. Uh, you have crowds for your pay-per-views. You travel for your pay-per-views. This one was in Texas. Um, I get, what, three or four forty-dollar pay-per-views a year, and then I get a monthly special that's because I'm on the YouTube channel I get for, for free because I'm a YouTube subscriber. Impact has the content. And they have the stars and they're able to go as far as moving up to number two. They don't have the money behind them the way AEW does. Now impact could cement itself in a solid third position 
with all the changes going around with Ring of Honor and Game Changer now coming up to take Ring of Honor spot and all that going on, you could start seeing all these titles defended on Impact and Impact being featured more. It has the potential to be a much bigger promotion now with all this going on. And we'll see what it's like after, because, you know, they're not mincing words on Impact. They're talking about Royal Rumble, WWE Royal Rumble. Mickey James is going to be on the WWE Royal Rumble. And that's one thing I was looking for. They're not like. Well, WWE, not, I mean, Pat McAfee, yeah. she's the Impact, you know, knockouts yeah. champion. I'm like, it fully acknowledgement. Um, and, you know, so I think maybe if WWE is ready to wake up a little bit and play a little ball. Um, so we'll see. We'll absolutely see. But, um, but man, let's keep it rolling into our favorite, right? Everybody yes. loves to hear us chitty chat a little bit about the Georgia Indie talk. Um, you know, look, lots, you know, lots of stuff broke right before. Wow. What a know. week. Um, the furnace, the furnace at my house went out last week. Uh, fortunately I used the heat off James Caleb kitchens, it's Facebook to, uh, warm my family. Um, it was quite the week. Um, I appreciate all the videos I got sent folks. Uh, the guys are sending me videos. I'm working through them, trying to watch out and get all those things in, uh, a lot of submissions guys. So it takes me a minute. I love Georgia indie wrestling. Um, it's, it's the thing that's kept me doing this, uh, just to be able to sit in the stands, shake the guy's hand. You know, know some of the wrestlers. Uh, and <clears throat> I had to miss Southern Honor because of work, and I was heartbroken. Tell me about the show, Nick. You missed a hell of a show, man. It was a great show. Um, I absolutely will tell you that. Um, let's see. Where should we start? So the big thing, of course, was, you know, you know they, they had a great house with everything going on right now. Uh, that's a big, huge thing. I mean, I, you can see the stories developing and weaving. Um, you know, along the way here with, especially with the, the main, the, with Joe Black, uh, AC Mack, uh, you know, uh, David Ali, you know, at night, that story, they involved Danny. So we've kind of got that new era coming back. It looks like, uh, there was a hot, you know, Joe, tons of tons, you know, choking out Danny post-match to, you know, to get a, trying to get a title shot, which, you know, Gary gave him to let her, to let her go. Um, you know, and it's funny, um, <laughs> That they uh, really, amongst the things, uh, trying to tell you what, you know, what's, I, I think what's special about Southern Honor is just that they just keep, like I said, they, they're, they're about as consistent as they come. So they drew what? 350 plus. I mean, I always just like to say around. Are they still the biggest draw in Georgia? Listen, kudos. And I know everybody likes to do this. Um, you know, this time of year, it's popular. Um, you know, you could make an argument KLT. I mean, they consistently were fours, threes, twos, you know, but they run and they run a ton. Um, lots of good things that they're doing up there. I had a great conversation with, you know, with their champion Skrilla at Southern Honor and, uh, you know, about things that they've got. Uh, I think they deserve a little more love than they get on a typical basis. Um, you know, and that's just, look, and that's, you know, criticizing myself included, um, I think sometimes because they're all the way up in that corner, they get, a, you know, they get for overlooked, um, you know, but back to Southern Honor. Yes. On a month to month basis, they consistent. I think between it's not just attendance. It's also about the talent. It's also about the storylines and the, how they just keep flowing and keep going. Uh, we saw the return of the lynch mob who's been gone for like nine months, I think. My, yeah, oh, my yeah. mask could be wrong, quite, but it's could be quite some time. Yeah, it's been quite a while. The fans, you know, were they erupted when they came out? Uh, you know, like they kind of symbol, like signaled they want a shot at technical excellence. I know they have to earn it. They've been gone a long time to walk back into the house and you know demand a seat at the table. Yeah, you know, so uh, that was cool. Um, cruel and Sal, you know, they just, I mean, cruel got put through a table. Um, went bananas afterwards. Um, that was a whole spectacle in itself um you know we got to see some new new blood adam priest was there uh he mm -hmm. worked that card uh kingsley and ryan um like i said just lots and lots of you know it was a good show top to bottom there really wasn't anything to show that i was like disappointed with um the big thing you know uh, i sat and you know kudos i want to say shout out to neil 
Neil Pruitt, I sat next to him all night and we talked and talked and talked and talked, you know, about everything that was going on. Uh, that picking that dude's brain is awesome. So, uh, you know, that was fun <laughs> to say the least. Um, a great conversation to sit there and watch wrestling and like get his, his take on it and learn, um, amongst, you know, amongst other things. But, uh, the show itself was top to bottom was really good. I think that you're going to want to come to the next show and see kind of where the next step goes. Uh, so just make sure you're checking them out. Give them a, you know, a follow on, on the book. Uh, you know, it's crazy. We're not on Facebook anymore. I can actually fucking say the name of the, the platform that we're on. I, say, I caught myself saying it because they will flag you if you say their name too much, but guess what guys, we're only on YouTube now. So, it, you know, and so it doesn't matter. Yeah, we're um, trying to you, promote our show on Facebook, but we can't say Facebook. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. Blows your mind. But so now I'm sitting here thinking like, wait I a minute. I can say COVID. Right. Like now I forgot. Like all those bud words we used to say that we couldn't say on on Facebook, we can now say again, which is crazy. Nick, Mc, I, Nick has a, a Vince McMahon list of words we're not weren't allowed to say on Facebook, like Facebook. Right. If you say it too much, they would flag you, which makes no sense, but true. Um. So anyway, so Southern Honor. Uh, they're going to be the first of it, you know, the first of the month, next month, and so forth. They've got some dates. Keep it. Make sure you go to their page on Facebook and like like it because the dates come out. And I know I think it's March, April. They're going to run the second week, not the first week. So you want to stay in the loop on that. Um, so let's jump into this weekend. Uh, first and foremost, Zicky Dice is running the show in the same the Action Building in you know Canton, where Southern Honor, tier, yeah, thing. fascinating um, uh, uh, roster he's got for this. Yeah, it's it's a it's a super indie show. I mean, let's be honest; it is what it is. I think it will be super entertaining. Um, I think you should check it out if you haven't. Go to the website zickydice.com, dot com, buy your tickets. Um, running on a Saturday too. Not running a on a Saturday, not a Friday. Um, and you know, use Gary Lamb as a promo code and get half off your tickets. But the scare is: will the shows happen? That's you know because, because what happened to make us wonder about that, Nick? Literally minutes before we hit record, uh, David Manders uh, released a video, and it looks like he is uh, canceling the Southern Fried show that was supposed to run this weekend. Um, so that'll throw everything off, uh, you know, because we were it was it was good and it was bad, right? Because we were just kind of like, oh, well, we were debating like, hey, where do we go? What are we gonna, you know, which show are we gonna go to? Um, kind of makes it easy until they threw in the snow and the ice, you know, that looks like it might move in. So then we're like, well, are we going to go anywhere? You know, because of Zicky's show going to be on Twitch. It will be on Twitch. It will stream live. live. Yeah. I mean, if look, here's the thing. I, I have every intention of going. Look, uh, you know, Zicky Dice is a great dude. Uh, cool to hang out with. Cool to talk with. Um, you know, and I, you know, I want to support the show, obviously. So hopefully, we can make that drive up there. Uh, if we can't, then we will watch it. Obviously, we'll watch it. We may the- not be able to go through the mountain pass again. We might have yeah, to exactly. go to the main roads. So all of that said, you know, that's there's a lots of that going on. Um, then also, I did not make Anarchy last week, by the way. I was really kind of back and forth. I was trying to make it, but there was some, some, some stuff came up. I mean, contra- here's my me. thing. Contrary to popular belief, people. There are other things like we, you know, like I am pulled in multiple directions. I have kids. I'm married. I have a job. You know, like I, you can't dedicate twenty four seven to wrestling, even if you wanted to. I I'd always tell people to. there's a problem. A like if you don't job. have a full time job in wrestling and you're doing stuff twenty four seven for wrestling, then I worry about you. <laughs> That's my whole thing. I'm like, okay, how are you? You know, don't tell I, me. I like don't said, tell I me the struggle is real if you're not putting in the work for it not to be. Anyway, I would. I would have been there. Uh, I love Anarchy. I'd have been there Saturday night after work, but. I'm still recovering from my heart procedure. I can talk again, finally. That's a good thing. Uh, a little nervous. My heart rate's been sitting at 150 for a couple of days. Thankfully, we've got that down again. But I'm not at 100%. I may not go anywhere this weekend. Right. We'll keep an eye on you. We'll, you know, I, I, I'm going to keep the jumper cables with me just in case if you do. I've had 18 shots from a defibrillator, Nick, in the last two months. <laughs> I am a I am an electrical man. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know I just wanted before you know we want to give kudos and shout outs to the program by the way. Yes. Who completely look like they're dominating anarchy. Uh yes. running rough shot, you know, Scott Mason the coach, 
Hunter James, you know, the the future legend, and of course Proctor Croc Johnston, his, you know, the stud. You know, I look. I, it's no knock on the others, but like Proc's the stud of the group, future legend. You know, young, you know, young rookie coming in, Hunter James, with you know, with the with the guidance and leadership of the veteran of Scott Mason. They are now your tag champs. I mean, you got Hunter's got an NCW title. Prox, the Anarchy TV champion. Uh, Scott Mason's your heritage champion. I mean, like, look, they're racking A lot of belts. A yeah. lot of golden belts in that group. Yeah, so I think they're probably, obviously, the future of Anarchy. Uh, you know, so keep an eye out for those guys and everything. Uh, apparently, that dastardly Hanson. So it's the old, like, the light bulb switches when he walks through the landmark doors. When he walks into the landmark arena, he's, he's the evil dastardly Hanson. He's not hold my beer. He's not the cool hold my beer. He's just handsome. Hold my evil. Um, you know, cut a scathing promo and, you know, everything that you saw that it was the, uh, like, the super evil, like, promo, you know, just a, like a heel should be. Uh, so kudos to Hanson for, you know, kind of, I think the cool thing about, like, with wrestling is always is, if you, what do we always say? The bigger the baby face, the better the heel is when yes. they turn them. Yeah. And I think that was a lot to be said for, you know, what they pulled off there uh, up at Anarchy. So uh, lots of cool stuff going on. But uh, whew, uh, anything else from the anything that you can think of, man? I mean, I know this weekend, you know, I know Terminus was going to run. Same problem. Yeah. We'll yeah. see if, if they actually get, If run. I can't get down there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to watch it on fight. Uh, need to talk to Dave Wills. Uh, that's uh, a lot of his friends on that program there. Dave! How you doing, buddy? I ain't talked to you in a minute. Yeah, shout out to us, Dave. Man, I know you're listening, so give us a give us a shout out. Um, but yeah, Terminus. You know, look, they put out those rules. That we kind of, I have my pros and my cons, right? Because we we talked about the rules. They they they're on Facebook. If you if you want to check them out, lots of things about like two technical fouls and you're disqualified. Uh, there was a smart there was a smart ass comment that actually I went. You know, the guy's not wrong. Like. One of the technical fouls is a, an intentional low blow. Okay, so if I get two of those, can the first thing I do is just run out to the center of the ring and kick the guys in the balls? Because I get two. So just the first move of the ring, bam, just kick him. Uh, watch, watch that match on the uh, Impact show that had the pure rules. You're, you're going to be looking. The, the, thing, the thing I'm refreshed about this is you look at AEW where there's hardly any rules at all. And all of a sudden, you've got wrestling with some rules. Like, we grew up, dude. When we grew up, the wrestling was more rule-oriented than it is today. And it looked a lot like a wrestling match I would have seen when I was a kid. And I think I think you you don't like the idea right now, but the more you get used to it, I think you'll like it. It's not that I don't think I will like it. My concern is, will the casual fan base like it? Now, kudos, by the way, Terminus sold that show out, supposedly. Yeah. Like, I went to their website. It would let me buy yeah. one general admission ticket uh, at the time, but it wouldn't let me buy a four-pack, a first, second, third row. Those were all sold out. So, wow. hey, listen, that's a great sign, whether people want to Damn, that's an amazing give them sign. some love or not. Because Atlanta doesn't draw. And second part never... is, admiring. I don't know how big the building is. Well, you know, Ring of Honor was ran in that building several times, didn't they, and didn't draw AWE at it ran in that building. So that was kind of my, like, how big No, no, is... no, no, no. We're talking about something else. The Croc Center? It's the Salvation yeah. Army, like, gym. Yeah, yeah, they've had big name. They had a big name promotion run there a couple of years ago. Okay. Evolve, maybe? My, it was Evolve, Evolve yeah. ran in there. That's who it was. Yeah, yeah it, th- it took a second, but the light bulb came on. It was Evolve. Um, but that's, you know, we'll see. Well, that's it. Lots of stuff. You got options. Uh, Southern Fried, remember, canceled. I want to make sure we help get that word out. They Once canceled again, their folks, show. Uh, it's a weekend in Georgia, and there's wrestling everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Between, like I said, there's lots of stuff. Check out the Rob Rod Report on Facebook. Go to the Rob Rod Report. R O B Rob Rod R O D Rob Rod Report. The uh, hardest working a, man in wrestling. Yeah. He's doing all the work for you, showing you where all the promotions are running. So you definitely want to check it out. Um, you know, so check out the Rob Rod Report. He'll tell you where all the shows are running. That's, like I said, uh, but, you know, there's always some place you want to be. You want to make sure you're, you're not, you know, you, you could always like the Rob Rod Report so you see those. Come back. Make sure you're subscribing to us on any of your podcast players, Apple Podcasts, iHeartMedia, Google Podcasts, Spotify especially. I put a poll up the other day on Twitter about, like, hey, where's your favorite? Is it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube? You know, where's your favorite place to listen? Spotify and Apple Podcasts are right there. So two seems to be the two big ones. 
So make sure you're subscribing so you don't miss an episode because you got to remember, folks, the video's not on Facebook anymore. It's only here on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube or listening onto the podcast platforms. But of course, if you were at patreon.com forward slash tapped out pod, you would have gotten the video and the audio both in one place and early. And that's that's the cool part about patreon.com forward slash tapped out pod. It's your one stop shop for everything tapped out wrestling podcast. Yes. So Amen. Uh, and special special things early. Nick's got a couple of things he posts on a regular basis. The show comes out before you ever see it. You get to know all the secrets. Ooh. Yeah, uh, lots of the, you know, lots of weeks we try to do the show. It's on Tuesday, so you usually have it Tuesday afternoon early. If it's you know, some weeks with Myron, you know, with your work schedule, we record on Wednesday, so we get it out Wednesday afternoon. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. So um, that's everything I have. Well, you know what? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Before we get out of here, I'm going to say something like. We do this show, and we started this show. It's been over five years. You think about that. Now, we're almost to five and a half years yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Like, we started it in August. Mm-hmm. So, we're at five and a half years. We started as, you know, you know everybody not remember, because most people haven't heard since episode one, because we're at episode seven. I don't think anyone's listened since episode one, except, well, no, I don't even listen to episode <laughs> one. Uh, you know, we did this for fun. It's always been about fun. You know, if we could help somebody along the way, awesome. Uh, so that's what we are, you know, like this is, I always joke with somebody. I saw somebody this weekend and I'm like, why the fuck would you take what I said so seriously? Now I'm not running <laughs> you down. Like I just like, it's a, my opinion and my thought. Um, you shouldn't be like, you know, everybody's like, well, you know, this, that, and the other. Okay. Myron, we knew we weren't going to go there, but we're going to go there. Right. Like we aren't wrestling journalists. We're, we do a podcast, but we do this for fun. And we do it to hopefully we'd help. Like, I got some cool ideas. Like, I'm going to start doing the match of the week I, on YouTube. I have a degree in science. Oh, science. As not I, journalism. If you take me as, like, a wrestling journalist, that problem is yours, not mine to own. That's what I told somebody. I said, that problem is yours and not mine because, you know, and first of all, it's fucking wrestling. Like, you know, it is so subjective that it is so opinionated that, like, and that's why I also go out of my way not to say anybody who gives you definitive. I've said this last week. Anybody giving definitives about wrestling other than this guy wrestled that guy in this building at this time. Like, when you start saying, like, this match was good, I'm like, okay, that's your opinion. I'm a glorified movie reviewer. That's it. Does, I'm Siskel and he's Ebert. Now, if you want to ask him about life insurance... Or comic books, that's a different story. Because he knows that shit backwards and forwards. It's all about business. Now, I can try to teach you good business. Right, Skrilla? Shout out and love to Skrilla. I had a conversation with Skrilla. It was about business. wasn't about wrestling. It was, about, it was business. And I'm like, that's my take. If I give you that opinion, that part I would tell you to get more stake in. If somebody asked me what I thought of their match, this is what I thought of your match. I didn't say your match was good, your match was bad. I always say... I liked it. It wasn't for me. There's a difference, and there's a huge difference to that. So hopefully everybody can wrap their brains around that, uh, that that's what we are. Like, we've never claimed to be anything more than two fans doing a podcast. If you got more stake in that, that fucking problem's yours. Gary gave me a hot dog one time. Yeah. That was one of the coolest things yeah. I've ever achieved. One of my favorite quotes and it's, it's something I try to live by, and I could have, and I read this yesterday, and it actually saved me from making a phone call that I should, that I'm glad I didn't make because it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have went well. Van Wilder quote from you know Ryan Reynolds from the Van Wilder movie: "Don't take life so seriously, seriously, you'll never get out alive." I thought Stone Cold Steve Austin said that. No, that's Ryan Reynolds. He played Van Wilder in Van Wilder. That's a quote from him. He's like, "Don't take, don't take life so seriously, you'll never get out alive." Have fun. Shit's not real. Period. I watched football with Robert Gibson one time. Yeah. Enjoy the life and enjoy the moments. If 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 it's if if you make something to you know, if you take it so seriously, you'll fucking have a stroke and you'll die. Right, Myron? I didn't have a stroke. <laughs> I didn't say you had, had a stroke. I had I had I had a atrial fibrillation. Exactly. So, 
we love all of the boys. We, you know, we'll do our parts to help where we can. But remember, remember who you're talking to and remember what they can really do for you. That's my approach. That's what I tell people. It says here on the computer, I'm a mark right there. Right. It says Myron the Mark because that's what you are. Yes. So kudos, shout outs, much love. Hopefully we'll see some, some of the guy, you know, we'll see some wrestling this weekend. If not, look forward to, I think I'm going to make the drive down to action on the 21st. Uh, or well to the IWTV super show, whatever they're calling it. I'll I'll be at work. Yeah. So thanks. I have to do that drive by myself. Fuck you. Goodbye. (laughs) Thank Thank you. you, Fuck you. you, Bye. So with that all being said, Myron, if I've got nothing and you've got nothing, what time is it? It's time to tap out.